Hello everyone, welcome back to the Legends of Brittany and the Saints of Brittany. When I'm on Saint Leonorius. Saint Leonorius or Lenor, 6th century, was a disciple of Saint Iltud of Wales and was ordained by Saint Dubricus. He crossed to Brittany in early life. The legend that most closely attaches to his name is one of the most beautiful of all the Breton beliefs, and is full of the poetry and romance that exists. For the Celt in all the living things around him, the saint and his monks had worked hard to till their ground, for the labours of holy men included many duties in addition to religious ministrants. But when they came to sow the seed, they found that they had omitted to provide themselves with wheat, all their labour seemed in vain, and they were greatly distressed as to what they would do for food if they had no harvest to look forward to, when suddenly they saw, perched on a little wayside cross, a tiny robin red breast, holding in its beak a car of wheat. The monks joyfully took the grain, and sowing it, reaped an abundant harvest. Accounts vary somewhat in the details of the story. Some say that the bird led the monks to a store of grain, and others question the fact that the bird was a robin. But the popular idea is that the robin preferred the grain, and so universal and so strong is this belief that robin redbreast corn is a byword in Brittany for small beginnings that prosper. And that's true because my grandma told me that. Little Robin Redbreast, yeah. Little Robin Redbreast corn. It's a byword. For small beginnings that prosper. The saint is said to have possessed the most marvellous attainments. <clears throat> we are told that he learnt the alphabet in just one day. The art of spelling the following day. And calligraphy the next. Is also said to have been a bishop at the age of 15. Tradition avers that he ploughed the land with stags and that an altar was brought to him from the depth of the sea by two wild pigeons to serve for his ministrations. The circumstance that animals or birds were employed, predominantly the latter, as the divine means of rendering aid to the saint in common to many of these legends. We thus have saintly romance linked with a friendly animal's formula of folk law, which is true. And now, Saint Patern. Many quaint and pretty stories are told of the childhood and youth of Saint Patern, the patron saint of Venice. His intense religious fervour was probably inherited from his father, Petrinus who, we are told, left his wife and infant son and crossed to Ireland to embrace the life religious. One day, as his mother sat by the open window making a dress for a baby, she was called away and left the little garment lying on the sill. A bird flew past and, attached to the soft woolen stuff, carried it off to line its nest. A year later, when the nest was destroyed, the dress was discovered as fresh and clean as when it was stolen, a piece of symbolism foretelling the purity and holiness of the future saint. 
As soon as the child could speak, his mother sent him to school. She hoped great things from the quiet, earnest boy, in whom she had observed signs of fervent piety. One day he came home and asked his mother where his father was. All these boys are fathers, he said. Where is mine? His mother sadly told him that his father, wishing to serve God more perfectly than it was possible for him to do at home, had gone to Ireland to become a monk. Tither shall I go too, when I am a man, said Patern, and he made a resolve that when he grew up he would also enter the monastery. Accordingly, having finished the studies in the monastery of Ruse, he set out for Britain, where he founded two religious houses and then crossed to Ireland, where he met his father. Eventually, he returned to Venice as one of the nine bishops of Brittany, but he did not agree with his brethren regarding certain ecclesiastical laws, and at last, not wishing to lose his patience, he abandoned his diocese and went to France, where he ended his days as a simple monk. There's an interesting legend to account for the foundation of the Church of St. Patern at Venice. We are told how, for three years after Patern left Venice, the people were afflicted by a dreadful famine. No rain fell, and the distress was great. At length, it was remembered that Patern had departed without giving the people his blessing, and at once a pilgrimage set forth to bring back his sacred body, that it might rest in his own episcopal town. But the body of the blessed Patern refused to be removed until one of the pilgrims, who had before denied the bishop a certain piece of ground, promised to gift it to his memory, and to build a church on it in the saint's honour, whereupon the body became light enough to be lifted from the grave and conveyed to Venice. No sooner had the sacred corpse entered Venice, when rain fell like torrents. Ah, well that's really nice. Kind of you know, it respects the idea of mythology in with the saints as well, I guess. Anyway, guys, that's the next two saints of Brittany. Nice little stories, I think. I like hearing about them. Thank you so much for listening and many blessings.